listening to the international hit show, The Baby Names Podcast. And here are your hosts, the Moss Sisters. I'm Jennifer Moss. And I'm Mallory Moss. And we're the founders of BabyNames.com. And we're sisters too. We are. Our first segment is always interesting names we found since the last episode. Okay, I have a name from my name list that I keep on my phone where I keep interesting names. And I don't know where I found this, but probably in TV credits. Turlo or Turlock. T-U-R-L-O-U-G-H. It's an Irish male name from a habitational surname. I think it's pronounced Turloch in Ireland. And it's a form of the name, and I am not going to even try to pronounce this, but it's T-O-I-R-D-H-E-A-L-B-H-A-C-H. We need our friend Dusty. To help us with this one. I assume that's pronounced like Torlach. Who knows? It was used for people who lived by the dry lake. It's a type of disappearing lake found mostly in limestone areas of Ireland, west of the River Shannon. So, Torlach. Okay, don't like it, but I'm glad you do. Okay. I was thinking about alternatives for Caleb. I think Corbin and Conrad would be cute choices, but not as twins. We love you, Conrad. Oh, yes, we do. Do you remember what that's from? Not at all. So that was from Bye Bye Birdie back in 1963. That was a good year. I guess. (laughs) Um, Corbin is a name of English origin and means raven. Mm -hmm. Conrad is also English and means bold counsel. I like both of those. Those are great. Thank you. I also heard the name Orpah, which is Hebrew and means fawn. I think it's a beautiful name. Oh, like what Oprah was supposed to be named? O-R-P-A-H? That is the correct spelling. I did not know that information. Yeah. So it became Oprah, and Oprah is iconic now. Yes, it is. Our theme For this episode is names from the art world. Art is one of my favorite topics. I am a creative. And believe it or not, I got my love of art from dad. Dad loved art? Yeah, he actually sketched back in his early days. And he did some photography as a hobby. And I remember our trips to the Art Institute where he would actually teach me about the artists and the paintings. Sirrah knew a lot about dots. Yes, he did. Of course, we'd be here for days if we covered all the artists in all media. So we're going to curate this list to artists from, say, the past couple hundred years who've had a big impact on world culture. And this would be visual arts like painting, photography, sculpture. And also choosing names that would make palatable first names for people who are looking for art-inspired names for their children, pets, cars, or fictional characters. For sure. So here are my first three. I love Edgar Degas. He was a French Impressionist. Now, Degas is most likely an occupational surname from the old French word gast, or gah, which means untilled. So the owner must have had unused, untilled land ready to be farmed. So I think Degas would make a really pretty first name for any gender. 
Then there's Claude Monet. And I actually love both names. Claude comes from the Latin. Okay, it means lame, but I love the sound of it. <laughs> Especially the French pronunciation Claude. The meaning of Monet could be a pet form of names that end in dash M-O-N, like Simon. Or it could be a habitational surname for families who lived in or near Monet Normandy. And then there's a lesser-known artist, a female, named Clara Peters, P-E-E-T-E-R-S. And she was a 17th century Flemish painter, born somewhere around 1594 to 1657-ish mm. where she died. Not a lot was known about her life, but she was known for her amazing brushwork and still-life paintings. Female artists were not taken seriously back in the day, nor were they allowed to belong to any of the artist guilds where they showed and sold their work. So they were pretty much oppressed. Um, but I love the name Clara, and it's a timeless name. It's from the Latin meaning illustrious or enlightened. I think the name Clara or Clara is beautiful, actually. Yeah. We don't see it too much. I, I want to interject that my very good friend Kelly has a daughter named Clara, and she's just about Miranda's age, so mid-20s. Okay. All right, so my first three are Chagall, like Marc Chagall. Chagall is a French variant of the Hebrew seagull. The surname is occupational, meaning assistant of the Levite. A Levite would be a follower of Levi. I like that. Well, maybe it's Levite. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. We have Paul Clay, which is how you pronounce it. K-L-E-E, -E, a Yiddish surname. And you remember from our Jewish names episode, Yiddish is a combination of Hebrew and German spoken by Ashkenazi Jews. In German, Clay means clover and is most likely a surname for families who lived near, well, a field of clover. Mm. Clover is a cute name, too. I like clay and clover, yeah. Twins? <laughs> no. <laughs> no twins. <laughs> there is, oh, you would give me Rembrandt. <laughs> no, I picked Rembrandt. But I, she put in the middle name, which is a hard one. So Rembrandt, Harman Zoon, Van Rijn. Rain. Rain. Van Rijn. <laughs> I just like Rembrandt, thank you. Rembrandt was actually the Dutch artist's first name. Some people did not know that. It's originally from the ancient German Ragamprand, meaning advice or sword. So maybe an army consultant or something. Nickname could be Remy. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, I think Rembrandt went just by his first name because it's a mouthful, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to submit Salvador Dali. I think both names would work. Dali was a Spanish artist whose full name was, here we go, Salvador Domingo Felipe Jacinto Dali y Domenech. Salvador means savior. The meaning of Dali is disputed, but one source says it's from the Latin Dail, D-A-I-L, meaning assembly. Now, Salvador's wife was named Gala, which I also think is pretty, like the Met Gala. Isn't that Gala? I think it depends on personal preference. In Spanish, it would be Gala. Okay, so here's a super trending name, August, or in Rodin's case, Auguste. I believe that all names August will continue to trend, including Augusta. Mm. It's from the Latin 
Augustus, meaning great. And another Auguste is also an Impressionist, Pierre-Auguste Renoir. I love all three names. Pierre has the same root as Peter, meaning rock, and Renoir is a variation of the name Renouard, R-E-N-O-U-A-R-D, meaning ruler. These are great names. Yeah. All right, I'm going to throw in a couple American masters because not all great artists are from Europe, okay? Okay. First, there is Georgia, as in Georgia O'Keeffe. The male name George has been rising on the charts for many countries, as stated in our last episode, and I think its counterpart, Georgia, is a really beautiful name for a baby girl. Yeah, I agree. I think Georgia is beautiful. Nickname Georgie? Mm, that's cute. There's Norman Rockwell, iconic American artist known for his illustrated covers of the Saturday Evening Post. Mm -hmm. I'm not a big fan of the name Norman because it reminds me of Bates, <laughs> but I think Rockwell with the nickname Rocky would be adorbs. Rockwell is a habitational surname from England, meaning someone who lived near a wooded stream. Mm, okay. There is also Mary Stevenson Cassatt. No, she was not French. Mary Cassatt was an American painter and printmaker born in Pennsylvania, but she spent most of her adult life in France, hanging out with pal Edgar Degas, and was accepted by the French Impressionists. Mary means bitter, and the meaning of Cassatt is unknown. Okay, then as far as American artists go, then I'll submit photographer Ansel Adams. Ansel literally means God helmet, but figuratively probably means protected by God. Ansel Adams is very revered around here where I live in the mountains near Yosemite, and there's even a museum named after him in Yosemite because he took many, many beautiful images of Yosemite National Park. A more contemporary artist and author is Judy Chicago, born Judith Sylvia Cohen. I think we actually met her as kids as she was friends with our neighbors, the Adams. Uh, she took on the name of her hometown and our hometown as her pseudonym because she wanted to have something that was independent of being connected to a man by marriage or a man by heritage. So either her husband or father's name, she wanted her own name. One art gallery owner had nicknamed her Judy Chicago because of her strong personality and thick Chicago accent. <laughs> Chicago is the only Kim Kanye baby name that I approve of because I think it works for any gender. However, I don't like it with the surname West because it just sounds like a neighborhood. And one more is I will pick one of Dad's favorite artists, Andrew Wyeth. W-Y-E-T-H. His most famous work is Christina's World, where he depicts a differently abled woman who is coming home from church and views her faraway home through a rural field. Wyeth is also a habitational surname for people who lived near a willow tree from the Old English Wyeth, W-Y-T-H-E. Now, I think Wyeth would make a great alternative to the more popular Wyatt. All right, I want to submit spouses, Frida Kahlo and Diego Rivera. All four names are pretty cool. Frida itself means peace. Diego is a shortened version of San Diego or San Diego, referring to St. James. 
Rivera means by the river and Kahlo, K-A-H-L-O, for those of you who don't know, is actually a German surname, this time referring to a personal characteristic. It means bald. <laughs> well, she certainly wasn't. Mm. We can't forget Peter Paul Rubens, who painted, shall we say, rounder women. Mm. Ruben is originally a Hebrew name, meaning behold the sun. And as a surname, it meant son or family of Ruben, so it's patronym. Yeah, I want to say I really like being Rubenesque. <laughs> yes, we. I think we are both a little Rubenesque after COVID. <laughs> and I want to submit one of the most prolific thinkers, painters, and inventors, Michelangelo. He had a Ninja Turtle named after him. Yeah, all right. His full name <laughs> was Michelangelo di Lodovico Buonarroti Simoni. He was a painter, sculptor, architect, poet, just a true Renaissance person. If you haven't broken down the name elements yet, his name literally means Michael Angel, referring to Archangel Michael. I agree that he was an amazing artist and a brain, but won't contemporary people still think of the Ninja Turtle? I mean, if you named your baby Michelangelo? No, I don't care. I think it's a cool name. You could call him Mike or Mikey or Angelo or Angie. That's true. Angie, Angel. There's a lot of names. Okay. Michelangelo. I can see that. I would like to submit a photographer with three great names that are totally usable today. Julia Margaret Cameron. She was a 19th century photographer, and she made a name for herself in art photography, never using it for commercial purposes. Funny, she took up photography at the age of 48. See, you're never too old to start your passion. Now, as we discussed in our last name bites, Julia is from the root Julius, which literally means downy, but refers to youth, like a downy little chick. Margaret our mother's name, means Pearl, and I think that's a timeless evergreen name. Cameron is both a gender-neutral name and a surname. The meaning is not so great, but I like the name itself. It was a physical descriptive name, meaning person with bent nose. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to finish with African-American textile artist Harriet Powers. Harriet was born into slavery in rural Georgia and made amazing quilts that depicted Bible stories, local legends, and astronomical events. Ooh. Unfortunately, only two of her quilts are known to have survived. Harriet is such a beautiful name for both a baby and an adult, nicknamed Hattie or Ray. It is a female variation of the name Harry or Henry, which means home ruler. Powers also has been used as a first name as an actor, Powers Booth. Yeah, I like both of those names. Powers is kind of a cool name. I really like that. Of course, my last but not least is one of the most iconic artists that sparks fascination in just about everyone, Vincent Van Gogh. Now, only Americans say Van Gogh, by the way. The correct pronunciation is Van Gogh. And even in England, they'll say Van Gogh. Now, Vincent's parents were Theodorus and Anna. His siblings were Anna Cornelia, Theodorus, or Theo, um, and Theo's wife was Johanna. 
Elizabeth was his sister, who went by Lise, L-I-E-S. Wilhelmina, who went by Will. And Cornelius Vincent, who went by Cor. So interesting fact about Vincent's name. Before Vincent, his parents had a previous baby boy named Vincent van Gogh. But he was a stillbirth. That was on March 30th, 1852. Exactly one year later, they had Vincent, the artist, to the day of the first baby's birth Mm. and gave him the same name. Yeah. I know. That is kind of a little weird. Then, this is more weird, they would take Vincent to like the baby's grave and tell him to be an angel like the first Vincent. They called him Vincent One. So there's a little clue into some of the emotional abuse that he suffered growing up. Now, the last thing about his name is he signed his work only with his first name, Vincent, you'll see on all his paintings, to separate himself from his family and specifically his father because they didn't support his lifestyle or his passion for art or his mental illness. The only one who supported him and loved him unconditionally was his brother, Theo. Now, that's a great name, too, Theodorus. Or Theo, yeah. Yeah, or Theo. You just went to the Van Gogh or Van Gogh immersion, (laughs) didn't you? Did you love it? No, I did not love it. It was very disappointing. Maybe I knew too much about his life, but I felt it didn't really cover anything. Like he produced over 900 pieces of artwork and had over 800 letters that he wrote to various people, mostly his brother. And it was basically a slideshow with about 20 pieces of works and only three placards that skimmed over his life. So boo thumbs down. I bet it was pretty though. It was pretty. But I mean, for $100 for two people? Eh, not that pretty. Good first date, maybe. Okay, so that's names from art. If you have a favorite art name, join our (laughs) Facebook group and we'll discuss. Okay, so if at, at this time of recording, Facebook does not exist. But if Facebook ever comes back, then Mal. Just go to Facebook. And search for the Baby Names Podcast. Or uh, find us on Twitter, I guess. <laughs> Mal and I hang out, well, we did hang out on Facebook with our listeners, and we talk all things names, play fun name games, and roast bad baby names, too. So join us. Join us. And now it's time for Celebrity Baby News. Actress Jennifer Love Hewitt has announced the arrival of her third child, a boy named Aiden James. I can't believe people are still using Aiden. That is crazy. Okay. Yep. Aiden has an older brother, Atticus James, who's five, and a sister, Autumn James, who's seven. Yeah, so you see there's a pattern there with an A name and then James. I wonder who James was that they're honoring with all the middle names. Don't know. Well, Kim Kardashian revealed she's done having children. Woohoo! Is that the end of your story? Yes, because I'm sick of the names she uses. <laughs> okay. Well, you can take the next one then. Okay, Macklemore, also known as Benjamin Hammond. Haggerty has announced the birth of his third child with wife Trisha Davis, a boy. He named him Hugo. Oh, that's Aww. so cute. Hugo Haggerty. 
<laughs> Hugo Haggerty. This is the first boy for the couple who have two older daughters, Sloane Ava Simone and Colette Koala. Mm. I like Colette. Colette Koala is stupid. Okay. Princess Beatrice, granddaughter to the queen and daughter of Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson, has welcomed her first child. She and husband Eduardo Mapelli Mozzi have named their baby girl Sienna Elizabeth Mapelli Mozzi. Now that's a mouthful. Sienna Mozzi sounds good though. Eduardo has an older son named Christopher Wolf, known as Wolfie, with architect and designer Dara Huang. Body positive supermodel Ashley Graham announced that she is expecting her second child with partner Justin Irvin. It's a second boy. This baby will join older brother Isaac Menelik Giovanni Irvin, born in January of 2020. Yay! Jeannie Mai Jenkins, co-host of the talk show The Real, has announced that she is expecting her first child with her husband Jeezy, a rapper whose real name is J. Wayne Jenkins. She had miscarried just after their wedding this March of 2021, but then three weeks later found out she was pregnant again. This will be Jeannie's first child, but Jeezy's fourth. He has two sons named Jadarius and Shyheim. Shyheim, and a daughter named Amra Noor. Amra's pretty. Yeah. And Noor is too. Actor KJ Appa, known for playing Archie Andrews on the television series Riverdale, has welcomed his first child with girlfriend model Clara Berry. Clara. Clara. A boy named Sasha Vi Kennedy Appa. That's four different words. Yeah. Just for people listening. KJ stands for Kennedy James. Full name, Kennedy James Fitzgerald Appa. Some of you might not know that KJ is a native of New Zealand, and his father is Samoan and a Matai, or chief, of his village. Wow. Very interesting name. Love that. Former UFC star Ronda Rousey and MMA fighter Travis Brown have announced the arrival of their first child together. It's a daughter named La Akea Makala Pua. Kalanipo Brown. Laakea is a Hawaiian name that means light sacredness, while the name Makalapua Kalanipo is unknown. Travis Brown is of mixed heritage. Native Hawaiian is his father, and his mother's descent is European. He has two older sons, Keawe Brown and Kaleo Brown, with his ex-wife, Erin. Keawe means strand or thread, and kaleo means the sound or the voice. All right. See, I could have given that to you, but I didn't. All right. Well, I could say <laughs> makala apua kalani inipo. Good for you. I lived in Hawaii for a bit. That's true. All right. Barbara Bush, the daughter of former President George Bush and former First Lady Laura Bush, has welcomed her first child with her husband, Craig Coyne. Barbara, who herself is named after her grandmother and former First Lady Barbara Bush, gave birth to her first child, a baby girl, on September 27th. It was a daughter whom they named Cora Georgia Coyne. Cora Coyne. Cora. I like Cora and Georgia. Me too. Cora Coyne. I like alliterative names. Not bad. Not bad. I might have gone with Georgia Cora Coyne. Yeah. 
The Today Show co-host and meteorologist Dylan Dreyer has welcomed her third child. Dylan and her husband, Brian Fichera, welcomed third son, Russell James Fichera, on September 29th. The name honors both Brian's and Dylan's fathers, Russell for Brian's father and James for Dylan's. The couple have two older boys. Calvin 4 and Oliver 1. For up-to-the-minute celebrity baby news, go to babynames.com and click Celebrities in the menu. And now for our last segment, letters from our listeners. I'll do the first one. Hi, Jen and Mallory. I've been binging on your podcast before the expected birth of our child in October. My spouse really likes the name Billy for a girl. It would also go great with her last name, Bordage. French. The name is also cool and tomboyish. Expectation, maybe? The issue for me is that the name Billy reminds me of my Uncle Bill, William, that my aunt affectionately called Billy. Before it grew on me, I could never see myself naming a girl Billy because to me it was a boy's name. It's also a diminutive and not very sophisticated like Bobby. Note, our family is trying something different. The girls will keep my spouse's last name and the boys will keep mine. Do you have any thoughts on this? Hope to make it on the show. Luke. Well, you did make it on the show, Luke, so we're glad you wrote us. Yes. I personally think Billy is wonderful. B-I-L-L-I-E. I I think it's so cute. What was the name of Good Witch of the North? Was that Billy Burke? Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that's what it reminds me of, who's beautiful and Mm -hmm. pink and bubbly, I guess you could say. Pink and bubbly. (laughs) And I just love the name Billy. I think it's really cute. Doing something different and girls keeping spouse's last name and the boys keeping yours. I don't really care about last names and who chooses what, but I would only have one comment. What if the girls identify more with the dad or the boys identify more with the mom and want to switch names later on? I think it'll be confusing if siblings have different last names it might give the impression that they're step-siblings. So I'm not sure how that'll work out, but let us know. By the way, Billy Burke, whom you mentioned, who was the Good Witch in Wizard of Oz, her full name was Mary William Ethelbert Appleton Burke. Oh, wow. So she went by Billy. I thought that was really cute. Appleton. (laughs) Appleton. She could have gone by Apple. Hmm. You know me. I don't like nicknames as given names. If you really want to use Billy and you're in love with it, fine. But maybe give her a more formal name like Wilhelmina or Willa even. How about Willa with Billy? It doesn't have to be Wilhelmina. I know that's a mouthful. But probably there are other names that could work for Billy as well. So, you know, I would suggest that as a name consultant. I completely disagree. I say it's wonderful and I love it and use it. Okay. Thumbs up from Mallory. Thumbs down from Jennifer. Well, a sort of thumbs down. All right, second one. Hi, Jennifer and Mallory. I've been enjoying your podcast on my daily walks for the last year or so. Mm. I've learned so much. Yay! Currently, I'm pregnant with my second child, not sure of the gender. However, I'm looking for some guidance on the baby names. 
My firstborn is Cameron, a girl, C-A-M-R-Y-N, and I'm really liking Collins, K-O-L-L-Y-N-S, if we have another girl. Do you think these names are too matchy-matchy? Yes. I've learned my naming style is English, Scottish, gender-neutral surnames. My runner-up is Tatum, T-A-Y-T-U-M or T-A-T-U-M for a girl or boy. My brain goes to girl at first, but what do you think of it as a boy name? My other boy name is Boston, which isn't a surname, but for some reason gives me the same vibes. The only downside is that our last name starts with an O, so the initials would be B-O. Is that a big deal? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, Lindsay. Um, I looked up Collins because it was stuck in my head that we had talked about it before, and I went back to one of our episodes from 2017, and it turns out Washington Nationals pitcher Aaron Barrett named his daughter Collins, K-O-L-L-Y-N-S. So that's interesting. I don't know where Lindsay lives, but maybe that's where she found that spelling. I'm not a big proponent of creative spellings for common names. So if you're going to use a common surname like Collins, use a traditional spelling. If you use Tatum, use T-A-T-U-M. It's okay with Cameron because of actress Cameron Mannheim, so she kind of normalized the Y spelling, but that's how I feel for that. Yeah, you know, I kind of like the name Colin, K-O-L-L-Y-N, but I don't like it with the S on the end. And I think... Mm. That's because it's just, I don't know, it's just too much. Too affected. It's too different. Well, different and is she, okay. She or he would have to be spelling their name their right. whole life. I mean, different names are okay, but different spellings gets a little annoying after a while. And it just seems like sometimes people are coming up with alternative spellings just for the heck of it, not because they like the name just because they want to change the name. I'm not saying you're doing that, Lindsay. It's just why I don't like it. Right. And I do like the name Tatum. Either spelling is fine with me. And I think it does work for a girl or a boy. Actually, I think it works out beautifully for both. Now, as for the initials B-O, I don't think it's a big deal because how often do you use your first and last initial? When I use my initials, I use all three. Now, one of my favorite Celtic names is Teague, T-E-A-G-U-E. You didn't send the baby's surname, so I don't know if that goes with it, but you might want to consider something like that or Tig, T-Y-G-E, if you want to use the Y. But good luck and let us know what you chose. Yeah, I also like the name Tallulah. I do too. That wouldn't work for a boy. It's not gender neutral, but... It'd be cute for a girl. I think so, too. Now, then we have a final letter. Trisha D. wrote us this advice for expecting parents. Please do not plan on calling your baby by its middle name. I actually have to stop and think when I tell someone my name because my parents called me by my middle name. Thus, all my relatives did as well. But when I went to school, they, of course, called me by my first name. That extended into my grown-up years, jobs, doctor's appointments, etc. But with family, I'm still Sue, which is my middle name. It is so confusing, annoying, and totally unnecessary. Make their first name what you plan to call them. Amen. Well, thank you, Trisha Sue. <laughs> I like to have that kind of perspective from someone who's actually lived with a name. 
So that's the show. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And thank you to all of our sponsors. And make sure you tune in for our in-between episode name bites where we dive into two particular names that we surprise each other with. Have a great week. Hopefully Facebook will be up so you guys can join us in our group. Take care. Bye. Love you and love our family. Love you too. Bye. Bye.